This is Market Insights, the Market Pulse podcast by Oanda. I'm Johnny Hart talking to Oanda senior market analysts across the world. Let's join Ed Moyer in New York. Good morning from London, Ed. Hi, Johnny. Great to be on. Thanks for joining us so early from where you are. Let's look back at the comments of Fed Chair Jerome Powell yesterday and some very interesting comments, particularly about inflation, which he says has a long way to go before we get to anything like where we want to be. I think Fed Chair Powell's comments were mostly a reiteration of what he said at the FOMC press conference, which I think surprised a lot of traders. Since the Fed event, we had a very hot labor report, and we also heard from a couple Fed speakers where they were pushing back. They were reminding us that a strong labor market could mean a higher terminal rate. And you know, the market reaction uh, during this uh, interview with uh, David Rubenstein was rather, um, it was a Fed Chair Powell roller coaster. And I think what we saw was the initial reaction was rather positive because he just kept talking about this inflation. He kept talking about inflation coming down, noting there should be a significant decline in inflation this year and uh, that, you know, it'll likely go into next year and that it's going to be successful in getting to Fed's 2% target. But then the market sold off and I think it became, you know, the market's then looking at what's the next big thing. You know, we have an inflation report in less than a week. And what we're probably going to see is, uh, you know, expectations for that report are for prices to uh, post a significant um, rebound um, month over month on, you know, both the headline and also core. So this is um, something that's going to, I think, you know, keep markets on edge. You know, we've been getting some softer than expected inflation reports. Now, we're starting to see energy and some commodity prices come higher. Labor market's still strong. Wage pressures are not easing. So this could complicate what happens with the path of inflation. But you know, overall, the market is still very confident that the Fed is, is going to obviously um, try to stick to their dot plot forecast, still pricing in maybe one or two more rate hikes. But I, I think the key outlook is that and much of Wall Street is still fairly confident, though, that the Fed will be cutting rates at the end of the year. There was no big pushback on that. The proper thing that Powell could have done would have pushed back and saying he did not understand why the markets reacted so dovishly to the FOMC press conference on Wednesday. And this is, you know, I think something that um, we'll see what happens with the path of inflation. But, you know, no one's doubting that the Fed will raise rates in March. You know, there was some that were thinking they were going to be on hold. But, you know, ongoing rate increases are warranted, um, especially with that labor market. There's still this strong belief that we're going to get rate cuts next winter. And that's something that I think for a lot of people, the time is still looking good to buy stocks. So um, we'll see exactly what happens throughout the rest of this earnings season. But uh, I think you're going to have a, um, a market here that uh, it's going to take a lot more convincing that uh, you know we're going to have uh, this soft landing. Some people are becoming confident because of the labor market, but you know, I think you know what happens when inflation is, you know, it's still more than twice above target. And what happens if it stalls this decline um, around four percent, three and a half percent? Things can get interesting. You mentioned also energy prices; they're on the up. Oil is up today. Is that mainly because of a more bullish Chinese economy? It's a big part of it. I think when you take a look at what happened, the thing that surprised energy traders was that the Saudis raised energy prices for not just Asia, but US and European customers. Um, you 
you typically don't raise prices if you're <laughs> concerned about demand. Um, so, so it looks like there's um, some growing confidence here that demand is 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 um, is is improving, and that's a lot of that has to do with China. So, I think this reopening is is proving to be successful, um, at least for the on the crude demand side of things. Um, and and I think there's this overall optimism here that uh, I think with China's reopening, it should spur a lot of a you know positive growth for Europe and uh, for you know large parts of Asia. And I think what you're you're also seeing is you know these disinflation trends are going to um, I think help help the growth prospects um, globally. So there's there's a lot of momentum here for I think uh, the short-term demands outlook. And and, and still you you also have um, I think a, a lot of countries here that um, have to refill their strategic petroleum reserves. I think this is um, probably something that we're we're, we're going to see um, um, done, you know, over the next year. And um, there 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 should be, I think, steady demand. Um, even even if um, you know one of the if it's a, a little bit more than a shallow recession that happens for the U S. I think there's there's still steady demand that will be. Um, for oil year round and that's that's that you know supports the argument that you know wti crude could trade between 80 and 100 dollars easily the rest of the year let's talk about president biden and his state of the union speech last night and he has called on congress to what he said finish the job of rebuilding the economy of course uh, we all know this slim majority for the Democrats in Congress, but of course the Republicans have a majority in the lower chamber, which makes passing law rather tricky. It does, huh? and I, th I think mostly um, the reviews for President Biden's State of the Union was rather positive. It, it appears uh, pretty clear that um, this was a glimpse of what his re-election campaign will be, and I think you know he he tried to assuage some of the concerns um, with you know. He won't let the U.S. default over their debt limit. Um, he reiterated that um, he seeks competition and not conflict with China. Um, you know, he stuck to his some of his, uh, you know, typical um, gripes with Wall Street. Um, you know, he did target big oil. <laughs> um, and then he also restated he wants to quadruple the tax on corporate stock buybacks. Um, that because, as you highlighted, uh, with the Republicans in charge of the House, that has, um, I think, I, I, you know, that that doesn't have, um, I think, a real chance of, of mm, passing. Um, but, uh, you know, I think overall, you know, the, the, this, the speech did not contain any surprises. Um, but I think um, there, there are, you know, I think a lot of Democrats are not really set on him being the candidate, um, but uh, it, you know, it, it's getting too late in the game, um, and I think um, you're, you're probably going to see Democrats are going to um, anticipate that uh, Biden will run for re-election, and um, you know, he's he's uh, he's benefited from a very strong employment report, um, and uh, with with uh, I think some of the momentum that's happening in the economy, um, it, it's, you know, his approval ratings, pretty, pretty impressive, uh, 45%. Um, I think you're, you're going to see that, um, there's, there's probably, um, I think, um, no expectations that, um, Congress is, is, is going to let him get anything really new done, but for the, um, the, the current programs that have been act, they, they still need to implement. And, and uh, I think there's still a lot of good that can be done. And there is some, some bipartisan uh, support that should be there. Um, but, but um, no noticeably, um, you know, this is, uh, 
this is going to be, I think, uh, um, you know, the beginning. Uh, I, I anticipate in the next month or so, um, possibly even possibly pretty soon, um, we'll get the official announcement that he's running for re-election, and then uh, we'll 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 see exactly, uh, you know, how you know if his campaign change, if his uh, his team changes uh, much. So this is this is the beginning of uh, <laughs> the 2024 election presidential election process. Yeah, it does seem like he is almost certainly going to run now. How old will he? How old will he be uh, when uh, he ends his term if he wins? Was that eighty-five? Wow. Well, he's eighty now, so <laughs> eighty-five-ish. So, um, and if uh, if let's say we we did see President Trump seek uh, another shot at the White House, um, he's already seventy-six. So, well, that's a youngster. Uh, yes, so we 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 have a lot of uh we have um I think um some momentum here for finding um um some slightly uh younger candidates. Not to discriminate against the older people, but I I think you're going to see uh there's uh I think uh, a lot of people that are concerned of of having a president. Uh, this is the most stressful job in the world. Uh, um, so so we'll we'll see what happens, but. I think there's um, probably um, right now it, it seems you know given uh, the state of the economy um, and and given you know some of the successes you know coming back from you know this uh, pandemic um, you know uh, there's there's a there's some good momentum for President Biden right now but you know we'll see how things are when you know if the economy does have a recession or, or slightly you know rough one. Um, um, what what that will do on on uh, on his election re-election odds, but uh, there's there's a a long way to go. Finally, Ed, let's switch to cryptocurrency, and the Bitcoin rally seems to be slowing at the moment. Very much so, and, and I think you know just to kind of recap too, there was there was nothing mentioned uh, from Biden's speech about crypto. That's going to be a hot topic for policymakers. So we're Bitcoin and cryptos. They've they've had a, a amazing start to the year. Bitcoin is, you know, despite its little bit of uh, softness here, it's still up 40% year to date, outperforming pretty much every major um, asset class. <laughs> NASDAQ is um, up almost 16%, just to put that into perspective. Um, and that's pretty, pretty, pretty impressive too. Um, but but I, I think there's, um, you know, right now, um, this this belief that for crypto, you're, you're seeing a market that um, it, it, you know, it, it can only run so much on this rally that's been driven by the the earlier decline in yields. Uh, now it seems yields are heading back higher. Um, so so that's you know that was a big part of what helped Bitcoin rally. So if we continue to see you know the the bond market sell off and, and global bond yields rise, uh, that's going to prove to be disruptive for for cryptos. Um, but but um, overall, there's there's been a lot of um, I think good news as far as um, the, the space is you know. It, it's it's still consolidating them um, you know even you know some of the big announcements this week for crypto is you had a couple big bitcoin miners merge um i think they're you know we're, we're still going to see consolidation across cryptos um and uh crypto companies that is and uh, um you know there's it, it this is this is still going to be a tough year. Uh, I think a lot of crypto companies are announcing job layoffs, um, but you know this is this is a market that it grew a little too fast, um, and uh, now it's trying to you know set out a you know a, a growth uh, outlook where you you can see um, if, if if prices are are boosted by you know 
overall a, a positive sentiment view for you know the the, the short term um, you know crypto is 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 likely to i think you know over the short term tr trade rate range bound but this is this is a market that uh it's going to uh, if we do see a sell-off in stocks you know on some of these you know down days we haven't seen bitcoin um have uh, the larger decline and you know typically in this down cycle um that would be the case so um is is bitcoin and and ethereum and, and solana going to trade on their own fundamentals no not yet but uh, that day will come and uh, i think there's still um, a lot of um you know long term still um, um upside potential here so there's there's a uh, People, people are getting a little bit more confident that, uh, um, you know, if, if, if Bitcoin does have a consolidation period here where it trades between 20 and 25,000, um, that's rather healthy for long-term growth. But um, I think, you know, a lot of a lot of bulls, um, especially the short-term ones, they're anticipating that, you know, the initial bullish move to start the year has been exhausted. Okay, Ed, very interesting stuff. Thank you very much for joining us today. We'll speak to you again soon. Thank you. Looking forward to it. Market Insights, the Market Pulse podcast by Oanda.